All right, <clears throat> kids, you are, are you ready? Are you ready? Show before the show, but uh, I think for the first time, I have stuff ready to go. So let's hmm, get this on the line. Uh, yeah, I have I things ready to go. So here we go. The original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. No, I don't. Wait a minute. Oh, no, I mixed this last night. <gasps> My bad. Okay, take two. Sorry. The original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. Much fear I sense in you. Shove my penis in your butthole. I will.
Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show, comrades. Today is Saturday, July 23rd, 2022. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. Show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it that can be used or rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. Without our written consent, or you can just ask. Finally, the show is opinionated. The host, which is me, callers guess anybody that joins the show through the chat room calls in whatever are and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice if you're seeking professional advice we strongly encourage you to hire a licensed if required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No. That's his name. Broadcasted live from the wonderful state of Purple State, I would say. Oh, Colorado, Colorado, whatever. God, I'm so sure. OMG. Whatever. So what is happening today on a Saturday? For me, uh, not too exciting, but I get to go pick up my car today, which uh, I'm still torn a little bit doing it but living in this state now compared to Colorado I need a car and although it's not even August yet you can bet your ass snowflakes will be falling probably in about two months and uh, I can't ride a motorcycle in that shit I did that when oops I did that when uh, I first moved here at the very end of Ju July. And uh, although the cold don't bother me too much, but riding a motorcycle in 29 degrees, I might as well be snowmobiling. And uh, it's not that safe because Colorado decides not to use salt on the roads. They use, I don't know what they use. I think they use sand. I don't know. But uh, every time I want to cross the bridge, I'm like, hang on, man, because it could be hitting the ground pretty quick here. <laughs> so I'm not going through that again. And uh, I, I need a car. And I decided on, I mean, cars are so fucking expensive right now, really. Even used ones like this one. So this, now this is going to sound crazy, but hey, it's the original Red Pill Show. And it's a crazy world isn't it? So this fits 2003 Subaru Baja. 
with 160 some thousand miles on it for just under 10 grand. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? And I looked them up on the internet and that's a little inflated. It is at a dealer ship and to find these things in good condition with low mileage is pretty hard to do. And if you do, which I have, you're going to pay 13,000 for these things. And essentially what it is, if you want to look it up, it's a, it's like an El Camino. It's a hybrid, uh, car slash pickup bed. And when these things first came out, I think this is the first year, 2003, they came out. I wanted one, but, um, if it was just me or me and my girlfriend or wife, and that was it, uh, throw the dog in the back seat, motocross bike in the back or camping equipment or whatever, and just go, uh, be it raising kids at the time too. And other things that just wasn't practical. Probably, I probably would have bought one if that wasn't the case. But now, <laughs> now the case is just moi and quite possibly a dog here real quick. And then about a significant other, well, we'll see. Motocross bike, yeah, coming. And uh camping trip, sure. If I don't get eaten by a bear, which... I don't know, man. Every time I kind of get my courage up to go camp and I see a story where someone gets eaten by a bear, not, not specifically here, but I think this one was in Montana. The bear poked his head into the tent and a 65 year old woman and she shooed it away and the bear came back and fucking ate her for breakfast. Literally mauled her killed her and I'm like you know what I don't really know hmm let's say I had a double barrel shotgun I don't know man um but anyway that's the only reservation I have living in Florida you gotta worry about gators and sharks and now you gotta worry about fucking bears here and probably tigers too about lions whatever I just, I don't know. I got to, I got to think about it. So anyway, I picked that up at two thirty mountain time, Colorado time. So it's going to be kind of cool. And what's up with insurance, man? I mean, really? So I call my insurance provider and I'm like, oh, here's the VIN. And the woman on the phone says that's going to be 140 bucks. I'm like, what? No, wait a minute. I'm 58 years old. Yes, the car is being financed, but it's what? 18 years old? 19 years old? So anyway, she did this. She loaded me up, so she changed some things and got it down to like 104 bucks, which I still think is absolutely ridiculous. And that's for a pleasure vehicle. I told her I'd probably drive it maybe 7,000 miles a year, which is true because I will be riding my motorcycle, my little, my little bike, my bad motor scooter around town. And I can always use a company vehicle if I'm 
coming home, stopping at the gym, grocery store, whatever. So that is true. The The vehicle is going to be kept in the garage that I pay 150 bucks a month for. I got to get the fuck out of here. I mean, really? Uh, not Colorado, but different apartment, man. Really? 1800 bucks. I never had a house payment that much. So anyway, whatever. I'm just going to bitch. And now having a car payment, that's going to make it a little tougher. And with 9% insur- uh, insurance, that's an, that's an inflation a month, whatever. It's all a big challenge, but I need a car. And the first time I fill it up, I'm going to be fucking pissed because God knows what it's asking. My van's a hundred bucks for work. Who knows what this thing's going to be? Anyway, so that's the story with that thing. So this morning, before I get into this topic, I like trying to waste a half an hour before I get into, I just don't want to dive into the topic, which you usually don't have a topic, but I got to put one in the screen for the description. Or I can't do a show. So I'm like, okay, I think I'll talk about, I think I'll talk about this. And sometimes I, I don't, depending on interaction, what comes up. Yada, yada, yada. Also, last night, I'm going to back up a little bit. Friday nights, I usually go out. I set up my guitar, my Schachter, with a locking tremolo. Got that all figured out. Put the springs back in it the right way and set the tremolo. A lot of fun. Not. So I got that going, and I pumped it through my half stack. which uh, I didn't get any complaints yet, but I barely had it up. Just to, um, I usually don't play through that thing for obvious reasons because I don't have to, but I want to work on the sound that I'm trying to attempt to get. And when you play live, you should play through what you're going to play live when you're practicing so you can get your sound. Anyway, then after that, so I went and saw uh, my good friend. And I'm a huge fan, Wendy Wu, Thursday night. And she was selling her merch, and she had a DVD there. And I bought it. So last night when I came home, I cracked open a couple Coronas, and I'm sitting at my island, and I popped it into my uh, DVD Blu-ray player on my computer, my Sony, which is still working, thank God, and watched it. And uh, really enjoyed that. And there's reasons why that I will not disclose now why I did that. But um, it's a live DVD and uh, it's what? Nine years old. Crazy. 2013, I think. Somewhere around there. And I just love live. I love seeing live bands and I love listening to them live. And in some cases, they're just as good or better live than uh, recorded studio stuff. Oh, so so with that. That opening song is Edge of Paradise. The title, the track is False Idols off of their newly released album, The Unknown. The lead singer, Margarita Monet, I've interviewed her twice, I think. 
and Dave Bates, the guitarist once was noodling in the background and, and on his guitar and would participate, but he's kind of like sitting in the background. Marguerite did most of the interview and, uh, yeah, it, it's that song is crazy good. I think I have some constructive criticism on it, but nonetheless, I'm not going to take nothing away from it. That song, that album, I listened to the whole thing off Amazon music. And, uh, that song is, I think it's the best song on the album, but you can, you can choose whatever you want to be your favorite song. But that for me, I, I listened to the album quite a bit and I find like this one, I like quite a bit. That could be a hit. And she shared on Facebook and I think Instagram or all whatever she's on. Cause I follow her. She said that they are starting to play a song off of this new album on local radio stations. So hopefully finally they're going to get some attention and exposure that they truly deserve, which will be a good segue into the title of this episode. about success but before i get into that so what else okay so i'm sitting in front of the computer this morning because that's what i do i have my coffee and get in front of the computer check out facebook check this check that and since i bought the dvd because nothing's in physical format anymore no more cds no more dvds no blu-rays for whatever i mean you can get one for five bucks at the bargain bin at walmart which is crazy because I used to pay at least 30 bucks for each Blu-ray. Oh, and I want to talk about Stargate real quick though. So I'm sitting this morning and I'm like, I got this beautiful Sony Vio computer windows and it's got to be at least eight years old. It's got a DVD Blu-ray in it, DVD um, player. CD player, CD-ROM burner. And this car I'm getting has a Sony, um, somebody put a Sony uh, radio in it with a CD player. And it has Bluetooth too, but I don't like streaming. And I'm like, you know what? So I opened up iTunes for Windows and I can take my library and burn some MP3s. I just ordered some CD, CD-ROMs or CDRs and I can burn them into regular music format and fit 10 or 15, or I could burn them into MP3 and put fuck. I don't know quite a bit on there. Cause I used to do that. And that's my preference in listening to music. So then my head went to, well, what about an MP3 player? So I did a little homework. What's compatible with iTunes. And this one popped up and I will give a review on it after I use it for a while, but I ordered it. And, uh, I watched the review on Amazon, a video, some guy made a video of it and more than half of it was just, Oh, well, you open the box and then you pull it out, you know, and you turn it on and, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, he's like half, half of the video is just show me what the fuck it is. I know what it is. 
can we just plug it in and show the interface and i mean holy shit and then the guy no offense the guy's like oh and then you it was like a french he's like oh, how's the french accent go but that's what it's like oh vivi uh we uh we do this and about that and do about that. It's so fun. How come they have these people doing these fucking videos and you can't understand jack shit? I got people sometimes saying to me, what? Because of my accent, my Chicago accent. And if I talk too fast, they're like, what? I'm like, oh my God, really? And I got to slow it down and then I'm a dick and I sound like I'm retarded. And it's like, why are you making a video that no one can understand? So anyway, I watched that whole thing. It wasn't really that useful. I like seeing the interface though. That was cool. It's got a wheel on it, like an iPod, which is neat. Uh, a circle iPod thing. And, uh, which is kind of like the circle of fifths I'm looking at right now. <laughs> uh, my music, uh, poster I have right in front of me. Anyway, I'm going to get that thing tonight, actually. So I'll probably fuck around with that a little bit and uh, let you know. But my preference by far is just, so I'm going through my music library and I'm like, holy shit. I bet you I have pro at least a thousand songs and they used to be a buck a song. So I got more music monetary value than I do in my fucking savings account. Honestly, because this car is going to wipe me out. I'm like, that's just fucked up, man. That's what, but it is what it is. So whatever. Okay. So finally, before I'm going to say this and then I'll check the chat room. So welcome to the red pill show. Thanks everybody. I really appreciate it. I looked at the statistics and they're up over a hundred percent. So it's like, I, I'm not a numbers guy. I don't really care. It's all in thanking you guys, the listeners, fans, share the show. And uh, I don't know, man, let's just have fun. That's what I'm going to say. And then, of course, things are going to pop up by conversations for topics or what happens to me or what has happened to me. I haven't re read news story headlines in quite a while, but they just piss me off. Like Governor Newsom, Newsom modeled a gun control bill over abortion. I'm like, what? So I didn't even bother to, and then banging on Texas. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to get into this at all. And then you got monkey pox scaring the shit out of you. It's like, you know what, man? Uh, I just don't want to touch any of that right now. And I just messed up my headphones because I need a new mixer. Oh my God. All right. Now it's going to be boring. Cause I, <clears throat> I'm only getting the left side of my headphones. Hello. 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 Up. Oh, there we go. Stay. Okay. All right. So finally the show Stargate. Now I'm a huge, huge sci-fi fan, but I never got into Stargate. I don't know. There's just something about it that just didn't grab me. In the in the weird thing about that is I love Egyptian crap and all that kind of stuff and the pyramids and the culture. And I mean, I, I'm fascinated by it. 
fascinated by it and I've done research on it, but I'm not a huge R Richard Dean Anderson fan. Every time I see him, it reminds me of MacGyver and you know, I'm like watching MacGyver in space. Like, no, not, not working for me. So I never could get engaged into the show. However, so now it is on, um, peak. Is it? No, it's on peacock Pluto, Pluto. It's on Pluto TV and there's more and more great shows coming on there for free. And it's in the entertainment category or section. And they have, I think they got a star Trek, uh, channel. They got, uh, now they got a Stargate channel. And um, I said, hey, you know what, whatever. I mean, why not? I'm just laying in bed playing with the remote. I'm like, okay, I'll click on Stargate. And I do. Now here's the thing. So it pops up. Of course, I'm getting text. It pops up and Ben Browder is the dude. Instead of Richard Dean Anderson. And I caught it at the very first episode where Ben Browder comes in. Now, Ben Browder, I love. He's the guy that's the star on um, Farscape. And then they brought in Claudia Black, which was his um, co-star or whatever, Aaron's son, and uh, Crichton, John Crichton is his character. And that show is just pretty much Muppets in space. Uh, but I watched one too many episodes of that and that got me hooked. So then they bring Ben Browder to replace Richard Dean Anderson. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't care, but I'm still seeing John Crichton, not Mitchell, Colonel Mitchell, whatever his name is on the show. And then they bring Claudia Black in, and I'm like, okay, there's Aaron's son, which is she's badass, peacekeeper <laughs> in Farscape. And I'm like, uh, you know, so I try to get past that, the character changes and the show itself. And um, it's caught my attention way more than it ever did. So I don't know, I'm going to see how that plays out. But I know I've missed a lot because I have to give credit where credit is due. And, and Stargate is an awesome show. The movie with Kurt Russell is really awesome. And James Spader and all that. And then that's where they took off the TV show from. And so I've always been a Stargate fan, but I never got into it. I just, and I tried and I tried and even Stargate Atlantis tried and I just lost interest in that. So, so anyway, that's that. So that's about a half an hour killing, right? It's gotta be, I'm going to look, get into this crap. Let me move my screens around. What's going on guys. Good morning, Eric. Good afternoon, wherever you're at. Yeah. That's 29 minutes and 20 seconds. It's pretty, pretty close. What am I doing? I am. I am watching TV. I don't, I just want to tell somebody I'm doing a show because then, uh, oh, really? What's that? What's it about? And like, fine. You know, just listen. I'm watching TV. How do you go? 
And like I said, nobody texts me all morning until I start a show. And it's like, all right. So I entitled this show. Are you ready for this shit? Because I, I, I have heard this myself. And once again, just like you all use guys I'm like, no way. Uh-uh. Ain't going to happen. Da, da, blah, yada, yada, yada. And sure as shit, guess what? <laughs> it happened. Uh, I don't know why I have been so naive or um, thought that it could never happen to me. But I think that's normal, isn't it? Because if you listen to everything everybody said, oh, just wait till this happens, you know, like, uh, you know, what are you trying to do? Fucking scare me? Like, no. And then, well, it's not going to happen anyway, so you know, I really don't want to hear it. And this is one of those things. Now, there's things that I've been told, and oh, well, wait till this happens, and that stuff's never happened yet. But I am not naive or dismissive enough or apathetic, whatever word you want to use to say, it's not going to happen to me. It's more like, okay, when is this going to happen to me? And this is, this is it. This is people are threatened by your success. And I'll say some examples and I'll, and I'm going to say how I first heard this. So before I decide, decide, decided, I can't talk today. Sorry. Decided to start my own business. There's, there's a, a shove. Something finally pushes you to make that leap because you're not coming back. The only way coming back is failure. And I was very fortunate enough to make it for 20 years. And it, this kind of falls into that story. So in order for me to finally make that leap of faith or leap or whatever, I borrowed a CD set, CDs, here we go again, CDs from a neighbor that had his own business. And he goes, Tim, before I started my business, I listened to this Anthony Robbins series. It was like 10 CDs. I, I, don't, I don't think it was Awake the Giant from Within. or I, I mean, this was a while ago. I don't remember what the hell it was called. But I'm like, yeah, okay, thanks. So I listened to it, and it was very helpful, very, very helpful. But here's one thing that he said. And I just about stopped listening to the whole thing because this guy's full of shit. And what he said was this in a roundabout way. When you become successful, your neighbors, your friends, your family are going to be jealous of you. And they're going to want what you, you have or what you're striving for. And I heard that probably just like you just heard it and you go, fuck this guy. He's full of shit. And I go, okay, I, I get that. And, and that's what I said. I go, you're nuts. Not my friends, not my family. Everybody's going to be happy for me. Now I got to say a disclaimer here because I don't know who listens to the show. I am not talking about you or anybody specifically because it happens. I'll do a show and I go, were you talking about me? I'm like, no, I'm I, so if I say neighbors, it's just that plural. It's not a neighbor. I just want to make that clear or a friend or a family member. Okay. This is collective. 
So it's a broad stroke. I just have to say that because if you're thinking that you're not listening and this isn't about you, you anyway, when things happen to me, I, I value and honor and protect anonymity at all costs. So I just want to get that out right now. So I, I heard this on this thing and I'm like, this guy's, this guy's just full of shit. And I, I, I gave, I almost gave the, uh, the whole set back to my neighbor one of which didn't bitch because he's he's a business owner and i'm like now nah, whatever i know he's right except for this I'm like, okay well here here's what happened so forget about the risks and everything else and the hard work it's not it's not the point of this point of this is people are threatened by your success whether they admit it they show it they're fake i'll put it i'll put it to you this way collectively from personal depending on definition of success i would probably say every other person is jealous of what you have and wants what you have but you'll never know it and when it started being revealed to me, I'm like, wow, Be because I never thought of that. I was like, if a guy's got a nice car, beautiful wife, happy family, car, kids, house, two houses, an airplane, fucking whatever. I'm, I'm like, oh, what an asshole. I was like, wow, how did he do that? And I literally would go up to people and ask them. There's a couple times, I, not that long ago, I saw an older gentleman with a brand new Corvette. And I'm like, dude, the fucking car is beautiful. Oh, thanks, this and that and everything else. And he kind of told me how he got it and this and that. And I'm like, that's awesome. That is really cool. Good for you. And that's genuine. And I walk away and go, what a fucking prick. How come I can't have a vet, asshole? So I'm going to drive my truck into it and smash it because if I can't have it, he can't have it. And that's how some people talk. But they're not going to say it to your face. If you have a very attractive partner, wife, girlfriend, whatever. And regardless of you're a man or a woman, your friends will be go, oh, I'm so happy for you and blah, blah. He's so cute. and blah, blah, blah. You guys are a great couple. And blah, 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 blah. I can bet your ass every other woman, except probably and maybe not in every circumstances, your best friend, which probably means what they say, is a bunch of bullshit. It's like, how can that, how can that bitch have such a good looking guy and I can't have him? And it's the same with guys, too. Oh yeah, there, there you go, Rocky. Oh yeah, you got a real good. You guys make a great couple. Hey, uh, and he turns out, yeah, I like to fuck her all night long, fuck her brains out. How come I can't find a girlfriend like that? And tell me that's not true, okay? Then tell me this is not true. God forbid. You come home, and you find your partner fucking your best friend. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because they're madly in love? 
maybe. I don't know. I highly doubt it, though. I can guarantee you the reason why they ended up in the sack is because your friend is jealous of you and wants what you want or have, I should say. So, by any means necessary, they're going to get it from you. And those are just personal examples. What about examples where you're single and you've been dating this person? I don't want to use gender here because everybody's an asshole. So it doesn't matter. People are people when it comes to this. But let's just say you're, uh, you're a business owner and your partner, significant other, marriage or not, doesn't matter. Which it should, but it doesn't. I don't see a difference, to be honest with you. One's on paper, one's not. Oh, we're just girlfriend, boyfriend. What the fuck does that mean? So so you're, you're not fucking, you're not kissing, you don't have any feelings, or there's only certain feelings. I mean, if you believe in love at first sight, well, uh, I'm not really in love with you because we're not married. What? Okay. I don't get that. But anyway, I do get boundaries and taking things slow. But I mean, if you meet your soulmate, you're not going to go, you're not going to love them any more or less because you're not married. I wouldn't think, but forget all that's a whole different show there. Let's say that you have a business and your significant, significant partner. And now I know why people don't share things, which I didn't understand that either. It's really hard for me to trust anybody. I mean, anybody anymore, but before Oh yeah, honey, here we go. This is what we're doing. There's the books, there's this, there's that. And this isn't a story about me. I want to make it perfectly clear. Well, it's uh, towards the end of divorce. I got some surprises that I wasn't aware of, but I don't want to go there. What I want to go is this. So let's say you're, you're you and you have a significant other and you have a business and you think, you know, this person. And you spend some time and then you kind of open up about the business and this and that. And then all of a sudden one day you go into your software or checking account because you trusted this other person, gave them information, debit card, credit card, whatever. And you just found out they took all your fucking money or they charged your credit card up to the max. And unbeknownst to you, everything's perfectly fine. Well, you just found out what I'm telling you. Not only are you dating a piece of shit and probably a con person, but let's just say you're not, I'm going to fall back on this. People are threatened by your success. Do you know their past and their history? Maybe they had a business and it failed. Or maybe their prior significant other fucked them. So you know what? Now it's my turn to fuck you. Literally. Sideways. And they do. All because you're successful and they're not. Let's look at the music industry. Let's look at actors and actresses, people that shall remain nameless, even though they're public and it's out there. I still have respect, but there's been couples where they're married and they're up and coming or they're a-listers 
and one gets a great, great deal or movie deal and all this money and everything else. And the other one's kind of struggling. And that has actually caused tension and divorces because, well, why are you getting all these, this attention and all these contracts and movie deals? And I'm not instead of being happy for that person. Now this all stems from Thursday night and I was talking to a friend and his significant other partner is getting all this attention and I'm looking at him. I'm looking at her and I'm like, dude, that's really cool that she can't go two feet without somebody giving her attention. And he goes, I think it's great. And that's wonderful. And it's awesome. I'm so happy that she's living her dream. And I'm like, exactly. But I said to him, but do you know that there's people that think quite the opposite and they're threatened by that and they get jealous. And he's like, no, I said, Oh, <laughs> well, I, uh, learned that lesson the hard way myself. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And then I put this on Facebook and it was pretty general, but I like family, friends, former employees. I don't have a problem with competition. Competition's competition. That's capitalism. That's fine. Okay. But when somebody sees something that you want and plays art of war and gets close to you in your family or gets close to you as an employee. Well, I was a family business, so it's one and the same people got really close to my partner slash wife slash ex-wife, uh, because they knew they could get to her to get to me, which was quite disappointing. Um, that's a whole nother show, but I wasn't even aware. I kind of had a suspicion, you know, like, and that's another show too. Always listen to your gut. If you think something's going on, it probably is. But I was thinking more with my heart and then more with my trust of somebody I had a marriage vow with, uh, for 27 years. But again, my bad. So by the time I figured all this stuff out and what was going on, it's too late. I was already being discredited, this and that, everything else, character defamation. And nobody was, I, let's put it this way. If it was flipped and this was happening to my significant other, I know, no. well, it was happening to her as the target or victim. And someone's coming up to me going, Hey, Blah, blah. I mean, I can't even imagine. Well, no, uh, I saw, I saw your wife on a double date. Oh, really? Huh? Okay. I would have either said, Hey, Kim, come over here. If she was in vicinity or I would definitely bring it up to her right away. That's the connection and relationship and bond. I thought we had. I was wrong. 
I wasn't even confronted on this bullshit to little by little destroy what I had because people were threatened by my success and they wanted it. And if they can't have it, then neither can I. And that is so fucked up. If you want what I have, then go get it. But don't take it from me. Don't get upset at me because I, I, I tell people the story of what I went through to get what I had. Then I tell the story how I lost it and they don't believe either one. And quite frankly, I don't blame them. So I don't want to make this about me, but I can only share what has happened to me and believe me when quoting Anthony Robbins, I become successful again. And even if I listen to these CDs again to help push me to do that again, and when he says, and when you become successful, your neighbors and your friends and your family are going to be jealous and resentful of you i go yeah you're fucking right and i'm sorry i didn't listen the first time and you'll never know it when things this is what i was saying about the neighbor contents uh comments or treatment so this isn't anybody specific okay so when things were going really good see fucking everybody bothers me when i'm doing a goddamn show um I'm sitting here with my thumb in my ass trying to kill time. I'm like, what am I going to do? I, you know, I can't whack off. I'm not going to whatever. What what am I going to fucking do? You know, I thought about going to yoga and this and that. I got to clean the garage because I got to fit my car in there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a show because this is, this is coming up more than once. And that's the universe or God telling me, Tim, you need to talk about this for whatever weird reason. Like, okay, thank you. But the neighbor comment. So when things were picking up and we were getting more and more successful, well, we had a newer car, never bought new cars, but I bought, I'm not kidding you, cumulatively 50 cars used because I could never take the depreciation. I'll buy 50 cars and lose my ass, but I'm not going to take the depreciation on a new car. So I bought used cars, mostly from CarMax, probably 50. I'm not kidding you. So we'd have a new car and we have another car and then we got a boat and then we got a snowmobile and you should have seen the looks. Then my wife had a conversation with one of the neighbors. Like, what are you guys doing? What's going on? Like, Oh, we uh, started our own business. Well, where'd you get the money for that? Well, we took our house and refinanced it from 7% to 14% cash equity out, started a company. And the neighbor's response was, well, I would never do that. Yeah, no shit. But still looking at all the materialistic crap, it sure made this person pretty mean. It's like, you can... Go to the bank, refinance your house, cash the equity out, and bust your ass, and I hope you make a gazillion dollars and you can buy shit too. 
Oh, but no, no, we can't do that. We just got to look at you because you're an asshole because you got stuff and I don't. Then go get it. But don't take it from me. And I can't tell you, I don't know how many people have made the decision to start their own business. And this doesn't come at you at first, but it's like King of the Hill. When you're a kid, whether it was a snow hill or a dirt hill or whatever you're, once you get to the top of the hill and you're the King of the Hill and you got family members around you and neighbors and friends. They're all trying to push you off of that hill. It, it'd be like this show. Well, who's this fucking guy? You know, I, I've been doing this forever and uh, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you know, he's just like a superstar. You don't think that's going to cause resentment and people talking shit about me? Well, who's this fucking asshole? What do you care? Have a better show. I don't know. Maybe your marketing sucks or maybe your show just fucking sucks. Maybe you suck. Maybe I suck. I don't know. But I, I encourage people to chase their dreams and do a show and do whatever and whatever and whatever. Try to be the best human you can be. If you want something, go get it, but don't take it from somebody else. That's cheating. That, that's one of the lowest forms of being a slimy motherfucker is seeing what somebody else has and you just take it at all costs, no matter what. And whatever collateral damage is there, whether you destroy a business, a family, relationships, family structure that I busted my ass for, oh, it doesn't matter. Because I'm just jealous as fuck and I've always wanted that and I can't have it. So neither can you. And if you don't think that's true, you are sadly mistaken. If you have a hot guy or a hot woman and you don't think your friends want to fuck their brains out, you're, you're nuts. You're fucking nuts. If you got a beautiful house and a car and your friends and your family see it, Oh, you got a new car that's so pretty. What is it? Blah, blah, blah. They're like, fucking bitch, I want that car. You don't think that? You're nuts. Now, are there people that aren't genuinely happy for you, like like probably your mother or, you know, or your dad or something? I mean, of course. You know, of course, there's, a, there's people like that. I'm not saying everybody is like that. But you would be a fool to think that they're actually truly happy for you to a point they're happy for you, but they'd be happier for them if they had what you have. So don't make this mistake. And if you're, if you pick up just a little vibe, I don't know if you're an empath or you, you're perceptive or even body, body language. Oh man, that, that speaks volumes of people. You got your wife checking somebody out like, fuck, you don't look at me like that. You know, just stuff. Pay attention, pay attention and really pay attention to people that you weren't real close to or new friends. And now they're your best friend. 
And then when you lose everything, they're not your best friend anymore. Huh? Why is that? So be careful with people that try to chum up to you. The problem is you're not going to know it until it's too late. So again, use your common sense logic and it's like, well, wait a minute. You know, I wasn't your best friend when I was piss poor. And I mean, right now, this is what I'm trying to say, because when I, when I obtain my success again, my friends that I have, whether they're newly acquired, I've known since I was a kid, those are my friends. But then as things get more better and I obtain stuff and like, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. And I'm, hey, Tim, what are you doing? I don't know, but I fucking heard from you in about five years, so fuck off. Nothing. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to be like, no, no, nothing. I'm busy. So now you know why people, when they're really successful, they kind of insulate themselves from people that, that are trying to get their attention or chum up to them after they have everything. And now you know why they're so dismissive because it's not because they're assholes or because you know, it's like, well, I'm better than you and fuck you. It's like, no, you're not getting close to me where you, you can put me into a vulnerable position and play our war with me and destroy my fucking life. That's why people do that. It's not because for the most part, like I said, they think they're better or anything of the kind. So be careful with that. Because the friends that you have now, before you get that hot partner and that job promotion and that bigger house or that second house and that beautiful boat or $100,000 Tesla or whatever, I mean, that's that's a magnet that attracts all the wrong people. So be very wary from that. Don't be paranoid, but put up some boundaries. And use some common sense. It's like, oh, fuck, you never talked to me before. I don't want to do anything. And now, you know, I'm back on top. I'm doing great. And now you want to do some things together? I'm busy. So there you go. So that's damn near an hour. My phone's blowing up. I don't know if that makes any sense. If I was listening to this and it didn't happen to me, I go, you know, well, you must have did something or you're an asshole. Or, yeah, okay. Uh, I I would probably say the same thing. So I can't fault anybody for that. But when this happens to you and slowly, just like they came into your life, they're going to leave you. Oh, you lost everything. You're washed up. Uh, blah, 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 whatever they're saying to themselves. And the reality is, is that now you don't have what they want and, uh, you serve no purpose. That's pretty cold. But the people that you have now, and then you rise to the occasion and accomplish your dreams. 
those are the people that really give two flying fucks about you and, and family members too. They are not <laughs> actually, they're far worse because they already got the in on you. And they might, they'll know they can't fuck with you, but the weakest link, they might go after your partner. So be careful of that when some alliances or attention or more conversations or whatever is happening with your significant other. And I hope and pray to God that you have a stronger bond than I thought I did. Because if anybody said anything about my wife, derogatory or any way, shape or form or playing mental warfare, I would say, Hey, you might want to know. I was told this. And of course, the response would be, well, what the fuck? Why are you even telling me this? I go, well, number one, you should know. Number two, I know better. But I'm just telling you what this person is saying behind your back. Because it's trying to divide us. And it did. Not only did it divide us, it destroyed us. And nobody seems to care. Because it's all gone. But this time, it's going to be different. So if you have people around you again, then you are blessed and they are true friends and they want nothing more than happiness for you. But it's probably one out of ten. I know I said half, but I mean, when you really let people in your inner circle, you're lucky to have one. And I would hope that's your significant other, maybe two which is your best friend. But I pray to God one day you don't come early, home early one day and you catch your best friend fucking your partner. That never happens. Yeah. Never say never. Don't be a fool. Uh, but don't be too paranoid either. But like I said, listen to vibes, pay attention to what people are saying, how they're acting, and what's getting back to you. And then, of course, confront it. But don't just... Take the drama and the hearsay in because you are being attacked with mental warfare. And uh, that's a red flag. So you got to throw the flag. You got to do something because I'm going to tell you, if you're apathetic about it and be dismissive or even have the trust that I did, which I don't want to call a mistake, but I did. I'm like, whatever. Don't be a fool. There's some very powerful people out there that know what they're doing and have intentions. And they are not good for you. So that's that. I'm done. I hope that's not too much. That's exactly an hour and get the hell out of here. And I start getting ready to get my car. And of course, my phone's blowing up. So I got to get some back to people. So please share the show. I hope that helps you. But this is very prevalent in business, business owners and growing and uh, musicians and actors and actresses. And it's even in the business world when you get promoted and things like that. So just be very, very cautious and very, very careful because it may be the last mistake you're ever going to make again, free advice. So there you go. It cost me everything. It costs you nothing. So I'm going to go share the show and uh, thanks for listening to me and uh, I'll be back. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. The only crazy lady and Eric Mar Mar Marfo. I don't know can't read that and everybody else in here thank you very much and uh i might be back tomorrow so all right have a great day and uh 
Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the original Red Pill Show.